Hello and welcome to the Filmmaking Stuff Podcast, where you'll get insider tactics on how to make, market, and sell your movie without the middleman. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome your host, LA-based motion picture executive, Jason Brubaker. I want to talk to you today about strategizing ways to compartmentalize some of the frustrations that are happening in your personal life so that they don't overtake your business life. Um, and what I'm about to share is, is kind of a personal story. If you look on the Filmmaking Stuff website, from time to time, you'll see a picture of me holding a dog. Uh, that is my dog. Uh, her name is Sadie. Uh, she was a rescue. Uh, my wife and I got her uh, almost three years ago. Um, in fact, she just had her third birthday um, on March 15th. And Sadie, when we first got her, um, and by the way, if this is your first time listening to a Filmmaking Stuff podcast, I, I got to tell you that these, this is not typical. I don't usually go into all you know the personal stuff that's going on in my life, but I want to let you know, those of you know that we've been getting to know each other for a while, this is what's actually happening in my life. And out of it, here's what I'm learning, and here's what I want to share with you so that you can benefit you know, if you're going through your own challenges. But anyway, we have this dog, Sadie, and when we first rescued her, like, I gotta be frank, like, I grew up with dogs, but it was never my dog. It was like my parents had a dog, we had a family dog, we'd play some ball in the backyard, and then, you know, I went on to high school and college and all these things, and and it's not until you own your own dog that you really get this strange connection. I always thought that dog people in Los Angeles were weird. Uh, I certainly have some friends, they treat their dogs like they're their kids, and I just never understood that. Um, so I get married and my wife, like for weeks and weeks and weeks, every night we're going through, you know, rather she's going through on her phone, all these dogs that need rescuing in Los Angeles. And then finally I'm like, all right, fine. I get it. We're, we're going to get a dog. <laughs> right. So we go down, we get this dog, Sadie. Um, and within a couple of days of having her, I'm like, I, I don't know what happens, but you know, you're taking care of this little creature. And next thing you know, you're in love with this little creature. And then in my situation, next thing you know, she's vomiting and, and, you know, pooping and can't keep her food down. And she's only a few days after we got her. And I'm like, what the heck's going on? We call the vet. We go to the vet. And it turns out little Sadie has parvo, which was like, you know, if you've never been through this, parvo is like a death sentence for a dog or it can be. Um, so my wife and I, this is still new to us. And, we, and at this point, we're still, you know, pretty newlyweds. And... We go to the vet. We're like, uh, so what, sh what should we do? And the vet's like, well, you could, you know, leave her here and it's going to cost you a lot of money or, you know, we can p put her to sleep. And I was like, what? So, you know, I started crying and my wife and I, you know, were crying and we never had to deal with this. And of course I was like, just, you know, take my money, just take my money. Um, and, you know, that's, that's chapter one in the Sadie saga if you will, uh, with, with our dog. So here's the good news. Like the good news is, uh, the, the folks that we rescued her from paid all the vet bills, which was fantastic. Second thing was my wife and, oh, and Sadie survived. She was great. She overcame Parvo, uh, lived to chase squirrels for another day. But out of the experience, what my wife and I found out is we were like, this dog might have some issues. Let's get some pet insurance. And what we found out, that was probably one of the better ideas we ever had because, um, uh, you know, last year, 
um, you know, Sadie was having some trouble going to the bathroom and then we started going to the vets and we're like, what's with this? And vet number one said, Sheila, she has an inflamed bladder. And then vet number two says, oh, we better check out that bladder. And, and you know, we thought it was just a bladder infection, um, but then they did a scan and they saw something else, right? So now that it's a lump, right? They see a lump in little Sadie's uh, in her bladder. So we go and we have to go through some sort of surgery and they thought it might have been left over from when she got spayed and there was this whole thing about it. And anyway, um, so she's having her operation and then I get a call. And at this point, I'm at the American Film Market um, and this was not last year, but the year before, right? So this tells you how long ago it was. So I'm at the American Film Market and I get a call from the vet and the vet was like, hey, um, you know, we discovered this mass in Sadie and it's not what we thought it was. And I am pretty sure it, it's a pretty um, advanced case of, of bladder cancer. And I was like, oh my gosh, so what does that mean? And, and his response was, it means that, you know, you better enjoy the time you have left with Sadie. And so I start crying at the middle of the American film market and, and I have to leave. Um, and I go home and I'm with my wife and, it, and it's just a whole thing. And I'm sorry, like if you're not a dog person, I don't, I probably sound crazy to you. This probably sounds absolutely crazy. Um, and, and it would have been if I wasn't the one experiencing all this, but you know, I'm in love with this dog and this is just the reality that I'm in. So, you know, we go home, we're hanging out with each other. We're, you know, holding on to little Sadie and, um, we brought her home from the vet and now she has this little scar down her belly and all these things. And we're thinking it's the final days. Then a week later, I'm still at AFM because that, that the American film market goes on forever. And I get a call back from the vet and the vet's like, you know what? Um, turns out that's not uh, bladder cancer. Turns out your dog is diabetic and it's a, and it's a nasty fungal infection. She has a fungus mass in her, in her, um, in her bladder. And so I was like, oh, well, what does that mean? And he's like, it means that you have a lot of time left with your dog. We're going to start treating this fungus right away. But here's the thing. Now we're a year and a half later. We've been treating this fungus. Fungus is a very, very hard thing. Why am I talking about fungus in a podcast? I mean, I'm literally going through this in my life right now. So I'm just sharing. Um, if you're hearing this, it means that I didn't probably do what I want to do, which is just delete this whole thing and probably get back on uh, telling you some sort of filmmaking tactic. But look, this is going on in my life. I'm a real person and I'm just sharing with you. So anyway, so we get um, all, you know, for a year or whatever, we're giving her these pills and stuff. And, and now we give her two shots a day for diabetes. So we got to give her insulin, which is a whole other thing in and of itself um, that you get very used to very quickly, by the way. Um, so this little, little dog has some issues. And Anyway, um, you know, most recently we were back at the vet and it turns out that, uh, you know, her fungus mass had been shrinking incrementally uh, by the centimeter or whatever, you know, over the last year while we've been treating her. Um, that's her barking in the background. Um, but what, what happened most recently was uh, the, the drugs no longer work. The fungus has created, the fungus has evolved to where the drug is, is not having the same effect that it used to. So now um, we're in a situation where every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday of the week, I got to take little Sadie back to the vet, and then they pump her uh, with an IV. So they put this IV bag in her, which is this fungal medication. And this fungal medication, the way that it's set up in the IV bag, 
is sort of like a sugar water substance. So if I, so now it's a whole thing where I got to dance between giving her enough insulin so that the IV bag and the drug can do its effect. And, and, and anyway, what I'm faced with right now, what my wife and I are faced with is the race is on that either this big dose of fungal medication is going to uh, help little Sadie get over this fungus thing um, or, or it's going to hurt her kidney. And so the race is on between her kidneys or the fungus. And I'm bringing this up with you because, and, and like, look, I'm not trying to discount the fact, like, this is what I'm going through. It's important to me. I know that you have your own struggles. I know that you might be listening to this and you might have a, you know, like a child in your family, you know, or a loved one or somebody that's going through some stuff. So I'm not in any way trying to pretend, you know, that my pet, little Sadie has the same magnitude, but in our world and in my wife and I's life, Sadie is very important to us. And, and it's somebody that it's a little, you know, little creature that we got together that we take care of. And, uh, and the reason I'm sharing this with you is because it, you know, the past few weeks, it's been very, very hard for me to be productive in my work. And it's hard because at the back of my mind, I'm constantly thinking about, you know, the outcome. How's Sadie's energy today? How's she doing? Oh, she seems to be walking. She seems to be barking a little bit. Oh, she's good energy today. She chased the squirrel. Oh, she's not so awake today. She's very lethargic. She's sleeping all day. She doesn't feel like walking. This is a constant converse, conversation that I'm having, not just with my wife or other people that are asking about Sadie, but just in life in general. And it's permeating every little thing that I'm doing, like every little bit of creativity that I'm trying to do. Uh, I'm trying to get some deals done and it's getting in the way of that because in the back of my mind, I can't escape this thing. And so what, I'm, what I wanted to share in this podcast is just to let you know that um, as a human being you know, hello, you know, we're all going through some sort of struggle and challenge. And I, I do think, you know, still that keeping the dream big enough so that you can overcome the challenges is vitally important. But what this also reminds me of, what this experience also reminds me of is it is okay to take a break from your creative endeavors, you know, to, to really do what you need to do in your personal life you know, to make sure that everything's sound. Because if you don't have a, a solid footing in your personal life, it, it's very hard, you know, to really um, be pr proficient in your in your uh, professional life. So um, what I'm trying to say is like, if you're going through some sort of challenge in your own world, whatever that is, I, I think it's okay to take some time to breathe. Thank you for listening. This has been another episode of the Filmmaking Stuff podcast with Jason Brubaker. If you like our show and want to get more filmmaking info, make sure you check out filmmakingstuff.com and join us every week for new filmmaking tactics. Until next time, take action and make your movie now.